The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Well, we've got Rachel Wheelie here with us just now. How are you today? I'm very well, thanks. How are you? I'm doing great. So, first of all, how would you describe your style of comedy, really? Um, it's it's quite self-deprecating <laughs> and uh, is essentially a release valve for all of the pain that I feel in my body. <laughs> and it's kind of interesting because how did you actually get into comedy? Because you were actually working on the Today programme on Radio 4 beforehand, which is quite a different thing. Yeah, I was doing that. A colleague of mine started doing stand-up comedy and mm. I went to see him and I thought I'll give this a go. Yeah and did you find it hard at first to get into comedy because I guess if it's your first time it could be hard to know what's funny. Yeah it is hard to know what's funny. I think I've always been somebody who's tried to make people laugh mm. uh, day to day so I had quite a lot of practice trying to be funny just between myself and my friends. But when I went and did stand-up, it is a really different thing because you've got to connect with people who've never met you before, Mm. uh, don't know anything about you. And, of course, when you're talking to your friends, a lot of the humour is based on the fact that they know a lot about you and what you're like and what you're likely to think in a given situation. So uh, starting stand-up, I was I was working out how to convey all of that to people in a very short space of time. Yeah. And you did a comedy about the pips on Radio 4. Have you done a lot that's inspired by your own life and work? Yeah, I think I've always taken things from my life as a jumping off point. Um, I also did a show about bisexuality at Edinburgh in 2019 called The Unfortunate Bisexual. That's based on my life. Um, Most of my, quite a lot of my jokes are based on having three kids. Hmm. And uh, so, yeah, I, I definitely take real things as a starting point. Yeah, absolutely. You've also done a few podcasts as well and you've got one at the moment called Walk the Pod, which is quite interesting. Mm -hmm. What's the idea behind that? So the idea behind that is... Would it be helpful to to get away from your desk if you do a desk job at lunchtime and have a a walk uh, in order to sort of um, give you an opportunity to allow the stress and anxiety of the morning at work to sort of dissolve away and Mm. and refreshing you for the afternoon? Uh, I started this podcast in November in 2020 and my 
what I'd found was that I wanted to go for a walk at lunchtime, but I just wasn't going. So I had to turn it into a performance art piece. And that's quite interesting. Can we listen to it while we're walking? Is that maybe part of the idea? That is part of the idea. I'd very much encourage everyone to do that. If you fancy walking at lunchtime and you're finding it difficult to get out the door, uh, you can always use my podcast as a... A kind of accountability body and somewhere to start. So you can sort of think, well, I'm only going to listen to this podcast while I'm out on my lunchtime walk. Yeah. And walking is a time when you're free to listen to a podcast without any distractions and stuff, isn't it? You have your full concentration. Mm. Yeah. And and what I've been encouraging people to do while while they're walking is to pay attention to what's directly in front of them. Mm. Um, Because we, we spend a lot of time in our heads thinking about things that have happened in the past and things that have happened in the future and it can be a source of anxiety for people so um taking a walk at lunchtime and committing to spend 10 minutes actually just paying attention to what's around you can be quite a mindful activity yeah absolutely and it just feels like when you're walking without listening to something there's something missing sometimes isn't there Mm. it's nice to listen to music as well i do that quite a lot or I or I ring people, you know. But I think it's um, what's interesting about it is is walking kind of it really resets your uh, the rhythm of your body quite a lot, and mm. it and it can stop you from feeling like you're kind of madly trying to get through a load of things, which is how work can feel sometimes. Yeah. Um, so it's it's quite it's quite a nice kind of reset halfway through the day just to get that that time to um, spend paying attention to what's in front of you and it, it's also an opportunity to connect with nature. I don't know where you live, Toby, but yeah. I live in um, quite a, an urban area mm. um, and I'm at work kind of five days a week, eight hours a day. You know, you can you can get very disconnected with what season it is, what weather what weather there is around, what's going on with the um the local nature so walking around means that i'm much more connected with what flowers are out at the moment or what um what the kind of direction of travel is in terms of how long the day is and things like that and and one of the things i like about it is it's kind of moving against a real homogenization of time which happens in offices because Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. We're getting to a point now where everything is available all the time. You can get a sandwich at 3 a.m. You can go and do a yoga class at like, you know, seven o'clock on a Sunday evening. You can do anything whenever you want. Um, Modern technology means that you can have any kind of experience at any time of day. It doesn't really. and, and, And we get very disconnected from the actual kind of the world and how it works. Yeah, absolutely. And also during this pandemic, walking has been one of the only things we've been allowed to do during the lockdowns so have you found that listenership has been bigger than it maybe would have been if you'd have started the podcast more than two years ago oh that's an interesting question mm. um yes i think so it's quite difficult to tell yeah. because i haven't started a podcast in a non pan well i have actually but not the same kind of not the same kind of thing yeah. um but i definitely think that people have had an opportunity to to sort of get into it more than perhaps they might have in another year yeah. And how's the pandemic been overall as a stand-up comedian? Because for most of it, I guess, you wouldn't have been able to do big performances. Yeah, no, it's it's actually been a really sad time for stand-up comedians yeah. in a lot of ways, because I think a lot of the work has disappeared and, and some more enterprising comedians, or perhaps I should say people who are more committed to stand-up comedy than I am, have yeah. done lots and lots of um, online gigs for audiences. Mm. I actually haven't done that. I've kind of changed, uh, pivoted, you might say, to to being a podcaster instead of a comedian. Mm. Um, and I'm hoping to get back to live performance when when I can do actual on stage, in person gigs again. Yeah. And what is it about the online gigs that you didn't want to do? Were you just not interested? Was it as simple as that? Um, I think it's a it's a real it's it's a really different um, activity. Yeah. You know, you you have to work out how to do that from scratch and I was concentrating on other things at the time I was just kind of focusing on I was homeschooling um through the pandemic and I was trying to find a permanent job and stuff like that so it just wasn't really the time to kind of throw myself into working out how to do something like that but I know that a lot of comics have have really made it work for them yeah well have you got anything planned coming up in terms of comedy things or just more podcast episodes um I'm doing more podcast episodes I'm I'm hoping to go to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival in August which is quite a way away but I'm I'm kind of hoping that that might be a time to get back to doing some live performance mm. and hoping that by that time it might be possible in terms of pandemic-y things as well. Yeah, that's interesting because the Fringe happened last year but I didn't go, which is like the first time in ever and I think my understanding is it wasn't exactly the same. No, I think it was a, a very much scaled down version mm. um, and they did quite a lot of hybrid shows I believe so mm. it was probably an opportunity to play around with some ideas that they might not have done in other years. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot's been learnt from it, but I think everybody's really looking forward to it being in person again. Yeah. And I hope that that can happen this summer. Yeah. And I guess the thing is, a lot of it is 
sort of outside. There's all sorts of street performances going on. And I mm. think the science is that it's unlikely that you're going to catch anything outside. But then I don't know if you can do the outside stuff without the inside stuff. Yeah, I, I think it's probably it's probably the inside stuff that was completely impossible. Mm. And I, I just hope that when we go go there in the summer that it'll all be able to happen again. Um, but the fringe is wonderful because there's so many different types of thing going on. Like there's there's kind of whole fringe festivals going on during the fringe festival now. Yeah. You know, there's like there's the comedy festival, but then there's also street performances and then there's also uh, kids shows running as well. And it is just a, a really amazing atmosphere, so I, I hope we can get back to it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, where can we keep up to date with you and find your podcast and websites and things? Um, the best thing to do is to go to walkthepod.com and you'll be able to find the latest episodes there. I'm currently recording Series 23 of the wow. podcast. Um, I also have Patreon. If you go to rachelwheelieisfunny.com, I have a Patreon page there. Uh, people can sign up to my little walking community we do kind of um walking events we've got one tomorrow in fact mm. and i also write newsletters uh you can sign up for my newsletter rachelwheelie.substack.com if you'd like to great well thanks very much for joining us today it's been great talking to you thanks very much for having me Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The throbbing pulse of sound, the Toby Gribbon Show.